Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Jake in the Paint podcast. Today, I'm joined by my boy, Andrew Schwartz, his second time on the pod. Welcome back. What's up, guys? Thanks for having me. Yeah, so today we're just going to talk some NBA playoffs. Andrew and I have been going back and forth on text and all that stuff. Just some amazing playoff series so far. So he was in town in Maryland, so you know he had to link up for the pod. And he has a couple takes for us, and yeah, yep. that's it. Happy to be here. And maybe we'll talk some Knicks because it's kind of a must. But we have th- to. There hasn't, there's not been much Knicks to talk about. We're just all counting down the days until March 14th and July 1st. Those are the two most important dates right now. Huge days. Big, biggest days of my life. Yeah, big day. March 14th <laughs> is the biggest day of my life. So you know that's a little sad when you're putting all your life energy and everything, <laughs> on, ping pong everything on these ping pong balls when you only have a 15% chance. But yeah, that's what, that's what we do when we're Knicks fans and we get a glimmer of hope. Yep. Not, not much else to look forward to. Yeah. So we're going to talk about some teams that are actually good and some successful franchises. <laughs> And so first, we're gonna go through. So we're gonna go through each playoff series, kind of give our takes on the first couple games. Not all the series. I mean, some series people might say they're over now, but I don't think so. So we're gonna give who we think I don't is think gonna any win. Of them. I don't think any of them are over. I think. I think every I think, series can go either way. I, I think one series is over. Which one? The Boston one. You think Milwaukee? That series is over. Yeah. Who's starting with that one? Well, uh, that one, that's supposed to be a second on our list, but now we'll start with it. <laughs> um, so we're going to go through each series, say who we're going to win and why, and eventually we'll narrow it down to the finals and give our takes on that. So first, we'll start with Boston-Milwaukee. What are your first take, first thoughts on this? Um, well, I thought Milwaukee was going to win from the start, yeah. like before the series started. Mm-hmm. I was like, Boston's no match for them. Yeah. Just like, And then after the first game, when, when Boston like Clamp. killed them. Yeah, they clamped. They, they clamp killed them. And it was like, Boston looked... They looked like Boston last year plus Kyrie Irving. Yeah, which is which is exactly what they wanted to be because last year they were insane without mm-hmm. Kyrie Irving. Yeah, they're real scary. Yeah, and then they just looked like one unit. And then in the second game, that all, like they just they completely were a different team. Yeah, I mean I think there's a bunch of reasons for that. I mean they everything went right for them in game one. Everything yeah. went wrong. All for, sh- and they hit all the shots. Like Giannis was not going to shoot 25 percent from two again. Like as great as, but this was kind of the matchup that Milwaukee. I don't think they wanted Horford. Is an unbelievable defender. We saw what he does to Embiid, and he did the same thing to Giannis in Game One, just being able to slow him down, which is crazy. Stay because with, Horford yeah. looks like he would be a horrible athlete. Yeah, he just stays and he just with like guys. guards Embiid and Giannis, which yeah. are like two of the hardest people and in the so, league to guard. And Brad Stevens, we he, we saw what he did last year with slowing down Simmons in transition. It looked like they had all, all that rolling, and they stole a game Milwaukee, and it looked like they were in a really good position to steal the series. And it was really a t- it was a tie game in Game Two. Yeah, it was. And then they went on that like. Twenty to run. something. It was like yeah. twenty to nothing run or twenty to two in the third quarter, and they blew them out in game two. And then they did the same thing last night in game three. So Celtics have kind of cracked in the third quarter in the back-to-back games, and I think there's a bunch of reasons for that. I mean, we talked about Jason Tatum just kind of being frustrating as so frustrating to watch as a basketball fan. Yeah, because we know what he can do. And he can do. He he just sits there and spots up for three or shoots a pull-up mid-range. Yeah, I mean that's the, it. But there's so much more to him. Yeah. I mean, the the catch-and-shoot threes, I don't mind as much because he has it a couple big ones and, like, he's got to expand that part of his game. It's the pull-ups that kill me. Like, and I the know pull-up he, twos that he, like... Yeah, and he's been shooting the same shot since high school, so I know that's, a, like, high school Duke, he, he's done it. Like, I know that's his game, but at some point, like, when you're 6'7", you have a 6'1 guard on you, I don't want to see a Mamba pull-up, uh, a Mamba fade away one leg, yeah. like, from 17 feet. Just attack the rim get to the foul line like he's a good free throw shooter but he never gets to the foul line so I think that's a big reason they need to see him be the aggressor like he was last year he just has to be way more aggressive Mm -hmm. and I mean this has been a whole this has been his whole tale for his sophomore season that he just 
is settling and always looking for that finesse jumper instead of just putting his head down and getting to the rim. Also, Gordon Hayward, his he's like minus thirty in the first he's, three games. He's horrible. But like he was looking good for them. <laughs> yeah, the re- towards the end of the regular, end of the regular season. season and towards the end of the first playoff series, he was looking like he was like moving a little bit like Utah Hayward, which is like really was really really encouraging. Had a really good game one, and then he just hasn't really brought it in games two and three. Yeah, I think he went like two for ten the other day. Yeah, he was, and he wasn't. He really wasn't that good last night. Um, so they're gonna need him to really step up because he's their X factor. When he's playing well, they've been playing well all season. In the in the Milwaukee series, he's gone one for five, two for eight, and five for eight. Yeah, that's probably not gonna get it done. And five for eight was his last game last night, but the others. And even like game one, I remember him just making a really solid impact on the game. Whether yeah, it wasn't that was scoring. where he went five for eight. Yeah, it was game one. Oh, it was game one. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was by far his best game, just stats wise and impact wise. So I think they're gonna need him to step it up and try to play as much like Utah Hayward or even the Hayward yeah. that he was at the end of the regular, regular season, season. Yeah. which was really good. Um, but props to Milwaukee on this one. That's what I was gonna say. That was my last note. Yeah, Milwaukee looks great, especially they can. Uh, they'll be very scary when they get if they get Brogdon, Brogdon back and yeah. he's anything like he was to start the season yeah. last year where he was he was he was great great the he was a 40 50 90 player yeah yep I mean and like the thing with Brogdon Brogdon's skill set's so unique because he can play on the ball he can play off the ball he can shoot he can pass he can drive like he can literally do everything and the fact that they're doing this right now without, without him, him yeah I mean, granted George Hill's been balling it out and you don't even I don't even know if Brogdon would be doing what George Hill is doing every year I just feel George Hill's on a different playoff team. He's on different. <laughs> Except the one year he was in Sacramento, but then he probably got traded yeah, midseason. Exactly. I think he got traded <laughs> midseason onto another playoff team. But yeah, I mean, George Hill's been balling out. Pat Connaughton, other than the one game that he just didn't show up for, had a really good game last night with four threes, seven boards. I mean, they're really just getting it done. I love the addition with of Miritich. That was a really yeah, good addition. I love for Miritich. Them. He it's, lit it up in the playoffs last year. Boston especially needs Brogdon back because. You mean Milwaukee? They, yeah, Milwaukee needs Brogdon back because whenever. Like, they just need all their guys to be able to hit shots because yeah. Giannis is going to get literally quadruple teams when he drives. Yeah. And if they hit their shots when he kicks it out, they're impossible to stop. Yeah, especially if Philly does go on and win the series. Like, if they, I mean, they essentially do play Simmons at their point guard, which means they're really, really lengthy. So, especially the lanes will be more crowded than shots. ever. Yeah. I mean, Giannis, Giannis has no problem babying Simmons, but it's just in general, <laughs> the length can maybe get to him, maybe not. Who knows? I mean, before Phillies. this, before yeah. this, there was no blueprint to guarding Giannis, and Boston a little bit figured it out, which is why they still have a game at home to tie it up, which is why I kind of feel guilty saying the series is over, but yeah. I just don't see a roadmap in which they win three of the next five. Yeah, and neither do I. I think Milwaukee or just— Or three of the next four. Yeah, I don't, I don't think there's really a chance. Whichever one it is. Can't do math right now. But, uh, yeah, that was the series I think is over. Yeah, I, I, I think that one's the most over. Yeah, so moving on to the other Eastern Conference series— Go Toronto, oh yeah, Toronto and Philly. Yep, this w- looked like it was going to be a really good series after it, Game One, and then until you realize how bad Toronto is. Yeah, besides I, Kawhi, like Siakam was so Siakam is my most improved player. He was he so probably will good. he will, he will like yeah he's been so good the entire regular season. He was so good in the early round. He was really good in Game One, and just like he's, he's definitely gotten, the second best player on the team. Like he's got no help. Yeah, Kyle yeah. Lowry. We're not even going to talk about Kyle I Lowry. Mean, Every playoffs, every I don't get it. So and he's an all star every year, and then every year in the playoffs, he's not. Well, he probably didn't deserve to be an all star this year. He was just a product of the Eastern yeah, Conference. True. Like, if he was in the West, like I feel like even like De'Aaron Fox would have made it over him. Yeah, you could be right, but it was just like he's just non-existent in the playoffs every year. Yeah, I mean, I look. That's a bad rep to have. It is a bad <laughs> rep to have, and just like 
a guy like they're. I saw a stat they're just rate their offensive rating. I think with and without with Kawhi. and without. Yeah, they someone averaged out through the first four games. Maybe this entire playoffs, they're sixty two points worse without Kawhi without Kawhi. Which is just insane. Which when shows you, think about you it. Like, which shows you how bad they are and how yeah, good like, Kawhi is. I tweeted about it yesterday. The on off for this series. I mean, just like some of the off numbers for offensive efficiency. Like you don't even think they're real. They can't be real. This is per one hundred possessions, and there's like around one hundred possessions in a game, like give or take. Yeah. And so Kawhi, on <sighs> his on floor offensive rating, game one was one twenty six. The off was forty eight. That was when Kawhi like went off. Um, game two, Kawhi was one at one hundred one, which is basically average with him on the floor. Off the floor, thirty five. That's just absurd. which is just like that's not even real. <laughs> game three, one hundred five with him on seventy with him off at, for averaging. Series with him on is one ten with him off is fifty four. That's the offense offensive rating. Like that's you, you can't even make that up. There you can't, especially when Philly's looking the way. All of a sudden, Embiid and yeah, Ball are best friends. Yep, exactly. They all love yep. each other all yep. of a sudden. Yep. You, Toronto has no chance. It's, well, also, it's literally one on five. I also, one of my one of my other notes was when Butler, Harris, and Redick are shooting the ball well from the outside, and they allow Sim- – because Simmons and Embiid, like, this is no secret. They're not an ideal pair. Yeah. Like, Simmons creates no space for Embiid. Like, they want to play Simmons at point guard, but is he really a point guard? Like, they're the two future cornerstones, but it's no secret that they're not an ideal pair. But when you get Redick – Harris and Butler all being able to space the floor and shoot the three and give them as much space possible with those two guys on the court. That's huge for the Sixers and Redick. Redick, I mean, this the shots he makes like continue ridiculous. to amaze me. It's ridiculous, like catching one, the ball, body going in the other direction, off yeah. one foot, fading out of bounds. And the one, the one like, he run full speed, like corner to corner, yeah. defense offense catch, literally be leaning into the photographers and just cash every time. Yeah, it's crazy. He's an unreal. And like go any game, he'll he'll drop eight threes. Yeah, you. and James Ennis too. James Ennis has been like the huge yeah. surprise for him. I mean, if they're getting contrib- like that kind of after contribution their, after their starting five from James from James yeah. Ennis, like they're gonna be tough to beat. And obviously, like Boban, it's a lot based on the matchup. But like, if you do get the right matchup, Boban Boban can be a force on offense. We know defensively, it's a different story. But what's the score of that series? Is it they're two one? Philly. Yeah, and Siakam is doubtful, is doubtful in Game it. Four, yeah. which like you, they on the road without Siakam, they really have no chance. Yeah, and then they'll be down three one. They'll be down three one. I mean, maybe Toronto steals Game Five back at home, but I have trouble thinking. I just have trouble thinking they're going to win three straight against the way like Philly looks good right now. They do look really good, and like this is what we knew they probably could have been all well, year. Because I would say in the whole NBA, they have the second most talented starting. Oh, five. their starting five is really good. Yeah. It's just a matter of. Putting if it together, they and they have a bunch of attitudes, and yeah, and just if it because it doesn't really make sense. In it's general. a miracle. I think it's a miracle that Embiid and Butler like each other. It's a yeah, it's a miracle. <laughs> it's also a miracle that like Jimmy Butler is like sometimes the third, sometimes like the second option, sometimes the fourth option, and then like, closes the game. Down. Maybe the maybe the first option sometimes yeah. when he was like being really aggressive. We saw it in the first series. He was being really aggressive, and he's like somewhat okay with it look we'll see where he goes in free agency now that'll <laughs> we'll, tell see us, how, we'll see how really okay that, he that'll is. tell us how really okay with he is but i mean ever it's the oldest story in the book winning masks everything so if they're exactly. winning and they get to the conference finals then who knows maybe they can keep the whole team together i don't know if that's ideal for philly with yeah. all the money that they would end up tying up with those four guys but we'll see i mean it's but it, if they it look takes o- you to the finals then right. i guess you gotta stick with it right i mean and it's not out of the question that they make it to the finals this yeah. year i don't think they are scared of anyone and i think People are probably a little bit scared of them based on the way they look. I'd agree with that. So then, 
let's say so I think Philly's gonna take this I, series, I, I and I think, think Milwaukee Philly. Milwaukee will take the other series. So Milwaukee Philly should be really interesting. Be, that would be a great series. That'd be a really good series. I don't know what this season. Who would have thought two years ago if I told you the conference finals the Bucks would be and Milwaukee versus Bucks Philly? And Oh and LeBron's not in the playoffs. So yeah, and <laughs> so let's assume Brogdon is back because I think they mapped it out that he was yeah, going to be gone for the first he two series. Yeah, he could have been back in this series, but they want to keep him 100. Yeah. yeah, I mean that doesn't look like the worst decision. You probably don't want to rush him back. Yeah, even exactly. though it is the playoffs, rush him back. Don't rush him back. Um, so assuming those two teams meet, I I have a hard time taking Philly. So do I. I just think that I don't know. I think it could be a good series. I think it will. I go think it six will be a seven. good series. I think it will be a good series. I think it will go six or seven. But I don't. I don't see. I don't see the Sixers keeping up how they're playing right now. Right. For this long, the starting five has only played. I think so. I saw yesterday has only played seventeen games together. This starting the whole five. starting five. Yeah. Yeah. I mean that's tough. And the MB quote, like he saw in the press conference, like he was saying chemistry is overrated. Like. It's when you're winning, it's overrated. But when you're, you're but when, when you have adversity, right? The Bucks exactly. have been together for two years now. Yeah, and the, the same bu- team. and the Bucks like the Bucks, and we all knew this was gonna like help them out later down the road. Giannis played like 31 minutes per game this year, like which 32, is, and he which is easily insane. played more. And he, they blew. They had the most ten. They had the most double digit wins. Their starters sat so many fourth quarters. They've had the luxury of resting their bodies, like. Their like their toll in game ninety two is not going to be the same toll that other teams have in, in game, game ninety two or ninety four. Like whatever wherever we're at, it's going to be a different kind of toll. And you just wonder if the Sixers can. I mean, Embiid we saw he was a little bit banged up in the beginning of the playoffs, and you just wonder like if you're getting that deep in the road, does someone get played with injury? Not to mention, I just have doubts about Philly in general. Like. Is Jimmy Butler gonna get uber aggressive and yeah. t- take become the alpha dog? And what does that mean for Ben Simmons? And what does that mean for Tobias Harris? Like, like as good as they're going right now, it could all turn around in right. a quarter. Yeah, and I just don't and have the f- I don't know if I have the faith in them that when it does get bad, they can turn it around. It would I be my completely thing. agree with that. So I think I would. I'm gonna go with Milwaukee. I, I'm gonna go with Milwaukee. Also. I think they've been the best. They've been the best team in the league the entire season. Yeah. I mean, from game one to game 82, and then throughout the playoffs, they've handled their business other than game one against the Celtics. And I just don't really see them slowing down that much, especially what they've been able to do without Brogdon. Just imagine when he does get back. Yeah, Brogdon comes back, it will, I think that series is a lock. Yeah, I think so too. So moving on to the West, both these West series have been incredible. Yeah, I so, love – I mean, even though the other one's 2-0, the Warriors is 2-0, it's still – it's been a great series. So we're going to start with Denver-Portland, even though I think that's been the most entertaining playoff series yeah, so definitely. far. We love the Golden State-Houston games, and we're recording this at around five, so before about three and a half hours. Hopefully we can post it before, maybe not. But anyway, so Denver-Portland, that's been an un- unreal series. Especially last night. Last night was incredible. The four-overtime game, Rodney Hood. Who would know? I mean, have you seen I've the- been a big Rodney Hood fan. Yeah. When he was with the Cavs last year, I would text all my friends. I would be like, why is right. Rodney Hood not in the game? Yeah. Rodney Hood can get a bucket. Why he is he can. not in the game? He can. And he really can. And he's he's very confident in himself. Yeah. And he knows he can get a bucket. He was a good player on the Jazz. And he then was. when he went to the Cavs. Cavs, they were just like, all right, you're going to be our 12th guy. Yeah. Like, so I have, they just I, didn't play him. So I have like a visual meme for you and then like a response to that, which backs up your entire point. Yeah. So it was like the lo- classic LeBron, like pointing at JR with him, like with his yeah. face, like crying. Yeah. And it was like when LeBron sees Rodney Hood hitting clutch bucket, like <laughs> hitting clutch shots in the playoffs. Exactly. And then someone quotes to you and was like, it's amazing what you can do when you're allowed to dribble. 
and like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, Rodney Hood is like an off the bounce bucket yeah. getter who like has hit a couple last of, night. He went, he drove and hit two right, fadeaway mid range jumpers. And he's hit two huge catch and shoot threes yeah. throughout the series. No denying that. But I mean, they're giving him some freedom, and I'm happy for him that he's kind of landed on his feet. It did not look good for him, especially when he was an impending free agent and he refused to go. Remember, he refused to go in the game, and like yeah. we were like, hey, "Dude, you really can't." Because do it. it was like ten seconds right. left. Right when you're like not under contract for next year, like yeah. you can't do something like move. that. But he's landed on his feet, and to a team that kind of needs him, like late in the game or at some point in the yeah. game, when you only have two real creators in Dame and CJ, and you need to sometimes they're gonna need to get off it. Especially last night when you're playing 60 minutes, yep. they were they were so tired. And then you, Rodney Hood comes into the game in the fourth overtime, yep. and he skipped into the game. Yeah, he literally got called in from the table and skipped all the way to inbound the ball. Yeah, and then he came in and dropped a three. Yeah, so he's been huge for them. Uh, that's I want to note that. I'm just happy for a guy like that in general. He's kind of landed on his feet and turned it around. Jokic is incredible. I'll get yeah. to him later in my in our top five players. But I love watching Jokic. He's it's amazing what he's able to do. As much as I, I love him and realize how good he is, I hate watching because I'm rooting for the Trailblazers. Okay, in the yeah, series. yeah. So he, so he, how good he is is so annoying when you're rooting for the Trailblazers. He's so like just like the fact that in 2019, whenever the league is so guard heavy, we've completely moved away from center ball dominant centers. Yeah. He literally catches the ball at the top of the key and runs the offense. Like he'll yeah. throw some nasty passes. He just he's his an insane passer. creativity. He's I mean he's averaging nine point one assists in the playoffs so far. Yeah, he's basically Which a triple double. Every is game. second behind Russ. Yeah, so first among active players left in the playoffs, which is and absurd. first among people whose assists actually matter. Yeah, <laughs> I mean there was a stat that his in I heard this on a podcast I was listening to in the assist like from an assist to a, a three pointer, which is like the most valuable assist. Yeah. He is the leader in the both of the top two duos. Him, him to Harris, I think was number one. Him to Gary Harris, number one, and, then him, and to him to Murray was number two. Maybe they flip flop, but. Those two are definitely the top two, which, like, when you think about it, like, in terms of value, it's insane what yeah. he does. And he's also averaging 13 and a half, like, 13 rebounds a game. And then around 30 points. I mean, I'm just only curious to see where, because, I mean, a guy like that playing 65 minutes, like, he yeah, can last say night he's he in, 65. he can say he's in great shape, but his his jersey was literally, like, <laughs> his jersey was, like, the darkest shade of navy possible for a royal blue ter- jersey to turn into. So, and he says he's in great shape. We'll see. I mean, I'm interested to see. And look, this it, next game after 65 well, minutes, we'll see is, how he it starts is, off. It is the NBA, so and it, they're going. It is the NBA, so like even though they're still in one city, I think they get this. Although they might go Monday, I'm gonna check. No, the game is is Sunday. Yeah. It's Sunday. Oh, it is Sunday. That's tight. yeah. Because yeah. I remember right when it ended, they're like, all right, 41 hours until yeah. the next game. Yeah. Because so that is big. At like two. That is two big. They didn't morning. get the typical NBA in between games plus a rest day plus a travel day like plus another rest day. Warriors yeah, like the Rockets Tuesday to Sunday. Yeah. Exactly. Or Tuesday to Saturday. Tuesday to Saturday. So they he didn't get that, which is kind of rough. Yeah. I'm gonna be interested to see how he bounces back because that's we'll a see. lot of minutes for a guy. It'll be a lot easier for for Portland, who's after that quadruple overtime game got to go home and at home go yep. home and sleep in their bed yep versus the hotel Jokic yeah. is going to sleep in a hotel that's probably bed's too small for <laughs> bed is definitely <laughs> too small um yeah but i think we covered everything about that series oh just one like it was impressive last night because dame has been incredible this entire playoffs yeah abs like like supernova incredible yeah and they won last night without a s- super incredible like he yeah. was really really good two, two, two but he wasn't out. a super like 
CJ took 15 more. CJ was way more dominant, like ball dominant than him. CJ was way more assertive. And this is not because Dame like took a back seat. Like that's just how it played out. But they were able to get it done. But I love that about Dame. Yeah. Because he doesn't need to score 50 and hit the buzzer beater to win the game. He realizes, oh, I have CJ on my team who's an amazing player. This supposed to be like really good. Allowing him to get his also. Yeah. I mean, and it's just like the fact that Portland could win without like a 45. Eight three pointer makes them a lot more scary. One hundred percent, yeah. And I'm, I'm really, really happy for the Portland team. I've always loved the backcourt of CJ and Dame for like we, we multiple both loved it. for multiple reasons. Like yeah. one, I love both their games. CJ's game is so like finesse, and I, it, he's really, really he's skilled. not the quickest or the fastest, but nope. he can. He's he's a genius when it comes to basketball, mm-hmm. and he'll he could get. He's kind of bringing the mid range back. A yeah, little bit. he's really shooting really a lot skilled. of mid range, but he's making. Love. He's really really skilled, and everyone loves Dame. You can't not like Dame and put them together. Like you get two guys coming for, that were unrecruited coming yeah. out of high school. Both have the small school narrative going for them, and just like when they weren't succeeding, it was like, well, see, like you can't do it. But instead, now up two one, hoping to go up three one at home. If those guys can make, and we were talking, and like people were talking, because after they got swept last year, and which was bad when they got swept last year, that was really that was bad. bad. Like they the got Pelicans. ran off the floor by the Pelicans. Yeah, everyone blow it up, blow it up, blow it up, and credit to Portland, they stuck with it. They stuck with Terry Stotts. Basically the same exact team. Yeah, and it's the same exact team, and just guys make like Canner was a huge pickup for them. Canner's Canner's playing the whole series with a separate yeah. shoulder. Did you? That was a my only blemish on Jokic. Yeah, I know I it's playoff basketball. Yeah. If you want to bump the guy when he gets the ball in the post, I'm all for it. But not, like, not off the free throw. Not like off that. a free throw. That's yeah. just like disrespectful. I think it was a bad look for him. Yeah. Um, I'm not gonna like sit here and cry about it. I don't want to like come across come across as soft, but it's just like, look, if you want to go up for rebound and you want to give him like a little slick yeah, shoulder fine. to the shoulder, the game. that's basketball. Yeah. But just like that was unnecessary and blatant, and I think he'll probably get a fine for it. He probably will. Um, yeah, but that's just that series has been incredible. And my boy Zach Collins, my first ever interview, Zach yeah. Collins. No one wanted to talk to him. Up. He was just the white guy sitting alone <laughs> at the McDonald's game with like De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monks, and no one wanted to talk to Zach Collins. And look at him now. He's the only one in the playoffs making impact. Or That's one of the true. only guys. So happy for them. Just I'm rooting. That's an easy team to root for. And so hopefully they can close it out. Yeah, I think that all these games are going to be close. Yeah. But I think that the Trailblazers have two closers plus yeah. Rodney Hood, who can hit a clutch shot, versus Denver, who hasn't really shown they can close out a close right. game. I mean, in it's going it's, it's to be. I mean, Denver probably shouldn't even be here, if we're being honest. Like, they literally tried to hand San Antonio the Game 7. Were you watching that game? Yeah. I mean, literally, they, a million yeah. ways possible. It took a one-leg fadeaway fluke Jamal Murray yep. floater and LaMarcus Aldridge not knowing you should foul at the end of the game for them to advance. So That was that was mind-blowing. Yeah, that, that was really, Aldridge. really bad. But, like, yeah, that's my thing. Like, it just comes down to who do you trust more, Jokic and Murray in crunch time or Dame and CJ? And the answer is pretty obvious. Taking Dame and CJ. Yeah. And, and that's relevant when all the games will be close. But, yeah, so and I think all the games will be close. I They're agree. two evenly matched teams. Denver's a great defensive team. They have mm-hmm. good guards to defend CJ yep. and Lillard. But when it comes down to the fourth quarter, I mean, I'm throwing all my money on I agree. I'm with you on Dame that. Dame and CJ. So then next, we've been calling this the NBA Finals. Yeah, I texted you right when it started. I, think, I said the NBA Finals are on I tonight. think it was a little premature, honestly, looking a little back bit. on it. I think either one of these teams could lose to Milwaukee. Or Portland. Or Portland. If I, had, I, I mean, I don't, it's a little bit of a stretch, but I like, wouldn't it's not take impossible. Them. I wouldn't take them. Yeah, like, at the end it's of the definitely day, possible. At the end of the day, I'm going to take the winner of this series to win the NBA Finals. Yeah. But I think, like, looking at how both these teams are playing, like, Houston they is, haven't. 
they haven't brought the best out of each Houston other. Houston has not looked good at all. The first game one was really overshadowed yeah, by, by the refs, the refs, and the players complaining to the refs, which you kind of hate to see. And while you're complaining for the refs as a player, it basically ruins your game. Like it makes yeah. you play worse when you have the refs to blame. Yeah, it was. It was. I mean, look, and there were there were there definitely a couple calls where Clay Thompson did not give James Harden his. You can't see me putting quotes yeah. right now, but quote landing space. Yes, there were. There were times where their legs made contact and all that stuff. But just when it's your thing that you draw fouls on threes and you like have shattered the league record for three point shooting fouls, like you're probably not get, gonna get those calls because if the ref calls it and then goes and looks back at it, like they they and like you were doing your sticking your legs out or jumping eight feet forward. They're gonna feel like they got played, and that's like the last thing a ref yeah. wants to do. And that's why in game two, I think both coaches told the whole team, "Yeah, don't talk to the refs. Yeah. Don't talk to Scotts because he'll throw Scott you out." Foster. Yeah, he'll throw you out. And they said they were talking to him. I mean, I'm, I'm I think both coaches sat down. They're like, "Don't talk to the refs." And in game two, no one really said anything. To, I mean, it was a very well officiated game, but no one really said anything to the refs when there was a missed call here right. and there. Yeah, I mean, and look. I do also feel like I'm just want, I just want a full like 48 minutes of good basketball between these two teams. I think we'll get it tonight. I think we will get it tonight too. James Harden, Draymond. I saw the funniest tweet. It said it was James Harden's eye, and yeah. it was just like bright, bright, bright red. And obviously that has no effect on it. Which is yeah. funny. Someone quoted and said Draymond doesn't wash his hands in 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> like everyone, Dray- like obviously that's what happens when you poke your eye. Like that's what happened to Zion Williamson when whoever yeah. on Florida State poked his eye. It was just funny when Twitter clowns Draymond is really funny. But I think that tonight's was gonna nasty. be nasty. Yeah, oh, I, his eye was nasty. It was both eyes. It's both yeah, eyes. Right now. The left one. Oh yeah. my god, it was so. I don't bad. know how he he should. I feel like he should wear goggles tonight. I don't know how he played game two. Like the best, we we were talking about this too. Yeah, the best was after he hit. I tweeted this also. He hit after the step he, back three. He hit his. He would hit his side step three, and then they would cut to him on the camera, and he'd be like viciously <laughs> blinking his left like eye. He like he literally can't see. And he was like, "Yeah, like I literally can't see, but there's a thirty footer for you. Like yeah, there, there's yeah. a there's a step back twenty five footer for you, and it's just he's incredible. There's a he's probably the most polarizing guy like in the past couple of years. Yeah. Just in terms of there are people that love him, like me and you, we really like him. I texted you one at, right after one of his sick games in the playoffs. I was like, he's the closest thing to Kobe we're going to get. Right. I like, just, the, like the difficult shot. Kobe was more from the mid-range, right, but, right. but that's how, his but shots were evolved. incredibly game, difficult. Right. Hard is just doing it from a little bit further back, but not, I mean, yeah, obviously just, not you can't. His, his step backs are un- like this, the footwork is unreal. And I just his like, handle is unreal. His handle is unreal. So it's underrated. Everyone I, only talks about Kyrie's handle. Right. James Harden is right up there. I just I really appreciate what he does. Yes, does he flail? Does he hook? Does he manipulate? Hundred percent. I'm not denying that. But if it works. I mean, it, he gets one, the calls in the league. One, if it works, I mean, it works. Season. Do it. Yeah. And two, there's so much more to him than just than the, that, that. That you, I feel like you need to look past it. Not excuse. Now, I'm not saying you excuse him and exempt him for it, but I think it'd be in your best interest if you just you're, you're looked at the other. You're missing out. Yeah, exactly. Like, you're missing out. The fact that he just so effortlessly blows by someone and just gets a left hand layup, like you shouldn't be able to do that. His setback is insane. His shot creation. There's just no way to guard him. There's no can, way to he guard can him. score. Any way possible. Yeah. I mean, he's absolutely incredible. Even He doesn't shoot that many mid-range, but he'll, he'll make every mid-range shot he takes. Yeah. I find, I've find i grown away from CP3 a little bit. I think he is aged the worst in terms of chatting with the refs. He has. Yeah. But he's I like really I love I love how 
he's old and he's definitely lost a couple steps. Right. But I love how he plays. Like I just love how hard he's he goes. Re- yeah, he goes hard and, and he's he's, he's a good oh. defender. So he's he's a good defender and he he like he's very tough around the rim when he's yeah. finishing around guys. He's taking contact and his you said his three point game has extended his career. Yeah, I mean not a completely the fact that he can he's a very, he's not a very good shooter, but he's he's very good as to what he was early in his career, mm-hmm. and he now can score most ways yeah. and he can defend guards on the other team. When he the only thing that he has really lost a step and it's it's most evident when he gets the switch with the big man. And more times than not, you feel like he's doing that sidestep three, yeah. and it's like kind of inefficient. Like you'd feel like you should be able to drive by him and get into the lane, but like, look, that's just his game nowadays, and he's definitely improved the his three ball. But he also missed the biggest three ball yeah. in the series in he game did. one. He missed a huge they three pointer. They could have stole either yeah. game. Either game, the Warriors outplayed them yep. in both games, and they could have stole both of them. Yep. Yep, I agree. I mean, they had chance. They definitely came. Two, I think, was more Warriors the entire way because yeah. Harden just didn't get... Much. It was just like the Warriors were killing them the entire game, and it was like, how is it a six-point game yeah, right now? Yeah, 100%. 100%. Like, you know who's uh, like, back, was, though? Who? All, Winter Park, Austin Rivers yeah, is back. Austin Rivers. High I was school, about to say. Hoop mixtape, Austin Rivers is back. because yeah, for some reason, they were down by six, and it was because Austin Rivers and P.J. Tucker Austin didn't Rivers. miss. <laughs> Austin Rivers and P.J. Tucker were the only reason... When Harden was in the locker room, Austin Rivers and P.J. Tucker single hit kept in the game. And look, Harden was definitely not at his best. I mean, we were talking about it when, when he came in immediately... He threw just threw a pass out of bounds and yeah. airballed. Like probably wasn't seeing right. <laughs> like <laughs> definitely wasn't definitely seeing wasn't right. fully seeing, but he adapted to it and he made the most of it and ended up having a pretty good game when he came back. Yeah. But for them to win, it's not gonna be enough for him him to have a pretty good game. Like he's gonna need to have one of his like forty one point performances where he gets the free throw line like seventeen or eighteen times. And look, there's really no answer for Kevin Durant, so they're gonna have to lock off Curry and Clay as much yeah. as possible, like, but Curry really hasn't been killing them. It's just KD has been unstoppable. That's why I think tonight's gonna be a lot better because Houston's at home. They're gonna get that extra boost they need. They're all rested. Harden's eyes are probably gonna be. He can probably see by now. Mm-hmm. Like they're gonna be rested, and then so Harden, you know you're gonna, you know you're gonna get from Harden. He'll be a little better at home, yep. and you know you're gonna get from those Warriors guys. But I think being at home helps Chris Paul. Yep. Helps PJ Tucker, helps Gerald Green, yep. helps Austin Rivers, helps Clint Capella, definitely. Yep. It helps all these guys, and I think that gives them the extra boost, and I think they went tonight. I'm glad you brought up Clint Capella, though, because he's been really non existent. His stats would tell you he is existent, yep. but his points and this his is, rebounds are meaningless. Yeah. This is a little bit of the problem when we, because this is, we're running into this like new breed of centers. They're not back to the basket guys. They're not skilled post scorers. They're ath- they're just straight up tall like alley catchers. <laughs> and they're, they're rim runners and they're lob catchers and they're shot blockers. So when you're not altering as many shots and you're not catching lobs because teams are not rotating because they they rather a James Harden floater and they know if they step up he's going to throw the lob so they know that's coming so if you're not all of a sudden you can't even catch and do a drop step and lay the ball in what are you doing on the court exactly i mean i think Danae played so much better than Yeah, Danae was really games. good at offense yeah i don't i in mean both games i think Dan Tony needs to look into that yeah, i mean they're not going to take off capella yeah. like completely but Danae's been playing well it just hurts when hasn't Steph really is well. on the court and then right when Danae comes on the court, they switch Danae onto Steph. Yep, it hurts. Right with the screen, and it's I mean, just like, you're done. It's <laughs> also like game at the end of game one, like, I know Capella wasn't good, but do you really want Danae on defense yeah. in the last 30 exactly. seconds? Exactly, that's why that you can't have him in. But with the runs where it's like the second units yep. going on, Danae yep. is producing. Yeah, Danae has been really good on offense. Um, I just don't, like, part of me doesn't know what the Rockets, like, what should, what should they do? Like, 
It's not I don't even, know. I they just, they even, need to make more they're of this. They're down sh- 2-0. Yeah. They haven't been killed by a huge Curry game. Clay was so you, so you really know, good. You know a Curry game's coming. You know a Curry two. game's coming. They've just been killed by like a steady Kevin Durant and yeah. them not playing up. Like I just think they need to play. They need to put their best foot forward, and then whatever the result is, the result is. But you gotta live with it. I think that I think they win tonight. I think they win tonight too. I mean, this is the, a must-win game for them. They they're not coming back from down 3-0. I think these next two games are must-wins. And they hundred percent. If they lose one of these next two, it's over. Yeah. They're not coming back through. I also I think they put themselves in a really 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 deep hole going down 2-0. Even if they it's tie possible, it up. but going down 2-0 really hurts. Yeah, I mean they're going to win. The, they're going to need to win the next two, which is going to be difficult. And like, then they'll have to steal probably game seven. Yeah, they will. Hopefully. I mean, if it comes down to Game 7, I'm happy with that. I'm happy with that. Look, as, game. I have a less vested interest. I used to root for the Warriors because I loved watching them play basketball, but they're not – one, they're not playing as, like, that fast-moving, ball-rotating offense. Like, they're still doing it, but not to the extent that they used to. It's mainly just KD go bail us and out. And Knicks factor. And two, the Knicks factor. <laughs> if you get bounced in the second round, I have a hard time thinking he's going to come back versus – if he, I don't think he's gonna stay regardless. But there's just always a chance the that if he wins the finals, he just wakes up and says like, "Why would I go work for James Dolan when I just won the finals for the third straight time? Third straight time? Why yeah. would I? Why would I go do that?" Yeah, I mean I, that's why I've been rooting. No matter who the Warriors play, I'm rooting against them. And whoever they play is my new favorite team until yeah. until they lose. So probably in this series, just won't happen. In this series, yeah. <laughs> in this series, I got Golden State still. I. It pains me to take Golden State, but I just if if the series was one one right now, I would be taking Houston. Okay. Yep. But fair. I agree. I do agree. But I think going I think down two Gold- is tough. Going down two is tough, and I think Golden State takes it in seven. Seven. Yeah, I think I, I think I hope it goes seven. That'd I hope really it goes good. seven also. But I think every team's gonna win their home games, and if Houston couldn't take one of those two at home, one of those two in Golden, in State, Golden State. I don't think they'll be yeah. able to take seven when the Warriors are just way more motivated. Agreed. Yeah, I was saying seven like it's – I don't think it's – Because the only way seven. you're going to beat the Warriors is they need to partially beat themselves. Yep. And they're not going to beat themselves on a game seven. Yep, I agree. So I think Houston will win so their I go, games. So we both have Golden State-Portland? Yes, Golden State-Portland. Golden State. I think it's going to be a good series. I think that could be a great series because I think the – I don't know because the duo of – Dave and they CJ. just have no one to match KD. They have, that's what it is. They have no one to match. Not like, that no one has anyone. Yeah, not to that match anyone. KD. Not that anyone has anyone to match. But KD. they're gonna like be putting Mo Harkless and Al Farouk Aminu and they especially don't have anyone to match. Yeah, KD. like PJ Tucker can kind of not not even hold his own, but do better than most guys somewhat, can in the yeah. NBA. Yeah, somewhat. But like Al Farouk Aminu definitely can't. Yeah, neither can Mo Harkless or whoever else they try to. So yeah, so then we both have Golden State, Milwaukee. Yeah, Sally, Golden State. Um, I think this I think this series is gonna be if this is the finals I think it will be a great NBA finals. I have Golden State in six. I have, I have Golden State in seven. Golden because State in seven. I think that, I think that if we got a seven game NBA finals in the game? finals with this, which is like I have the I don't really necessarily have Golden State in seven. I have the series going to seven, Whoever and anything playing. can happen in Game Seven. Yeah, anything can happen in any anything Game Seven happen in, in any game sport. Seven. Yeah, it, it's like. It, you Throw one guy's a bad shooting night. Yep. If Clay can't shoot and yep. Steph isn't has been playing how or, he is how now, do, or if KD just like doesn't make ridiculous yeah. shots. Like I know it's Kevin Durant and he's and, probably and gonna make the ridiculous yeah, shots. These are ridiculous shots, even for him. Yeah. What I think is that Steph, if Steph keeps playing the way he is now, they're not. They won't beat Milwaukee. Yeah. 
if Steph's playing now how he plays, if Steph's playing now, the way he's playing now, if he plays like that in the finals against Milwaukee, I think they lose. Because he just like, in the in the second quarter, he has three fouls. And then in the third quarter, he comes I, in yep, and he gets yep. more fouls. Say, so and it's just like, that's an easy number, way to get him out of the game. His numbers aren't bad. He's still 23 points per game yeah. on 47, 42, and like 98. But he's being stupid with yeah. his reaching fouls. Really, and like, yep, and like his being overly physical when James Harden's driving on him. Yeah. He's, he's going to score on you anyway. Just let him. No, like, he's being really stupid. And it's yeah. weird because you think he would know his, like. His, that's the only his way to beat him is to make him foul 100%. out because there's no way to stop yeah, him. He's, and he's been really stupid. I agree. I, I think he figures that out, though, and is done with that bullshit. And I think Giannis versus KD. If Giannis is guarding KD, like, that's, I guess, the the if you're going to build a robot yep. in NBA 2K yep. to guard Kevin Durant, it's Giannis. Yep, that is true. And then you, But then you worry about if you play him. Because, I mean, yeah, the Warriors... That's when Cousins going out is big because let's say yeah. they had Cousins, then you would be hesitant. Like let's say, and then they're playing their small lineup, which they don't really do that often. But then you're gonna have Giannis guard KD, and then if Giannis is your five, who's guarding Boogie? But now all of a sudden it's like Andrew Bogut or Kevon Looney, which is fine. Yeah, which is you don't even need to guard them. You guard you can put Pat Connaughton on Kevon yeah. Looney, <laughs> and that's fine. So yeah, I so think like if if that'd be a great series. Though. Yeah, so if if Giannis steps up and can guard KD, and then let's say Brogdon's back. And is defending Steph and Clay like Brogdon and Middleton? Yeah. And the, although they're the obviously they're not Steph and Clay, they're not Damian Lillard and CJ yep. McCollum. They're a great backcourt. Yep. Like they they could definitely score twenty each. Hang. Yeah. I mean, like I think this would be their biggest scare since sixteen when they lost. Yeah. Whoever it comes, if it's Milwaukee, if it's Milwaukee or Philly, I think Portland can be a big scare to them also. Yeah. It's just I'm it's, talking finals. Though. Yeah, I know. So we both have Golden State though. Yeah, sadly. All right. So. So then we're going to move on to our top five players in the playoffs, yeah. which is like the most impossible exercise you could think of. It's so hard to do. It's the only thing it's uh, if you just said top five players in the NBA, that's harder because then you have to like talk about LeBron and do with that. But since he's not in the playoffs, yeah. we don't have to worry about him. So our top fives are pretty, they're kind of the same, but they differ in one area, which is good yeah. to talk about. I mean, there's pretty much consensus. I have, so I mine goes. Mine goes KD. KD's been incredible. 35 point, 34 points per game on 20 shots. That's like yeah, he's just impossible to stop. That's all it unguardable. is. Unguardable. So I, we both have KD1. And yep. we, you have Kawhi 2, correct? No, I have Harden at 2. Oh, so that, yeah. that was our first disagreement. I have yeah. Kawhi at 2, and he has Harden at 2. Um, Just Kawhi has been incredible on both ends. Kawhi has been incredible. I think Harden's going to prove tonight that he is the second-best player. I think I'm Ka- expecting a big. He game is, but just like he's had a couple too many games. Yeah. where he's been really bad. Yeah, he's he's three like point percentage. He had that one Utah game. Good. He had won that yeah. game. That one game in Utah when he started off like zero for fourteen, and Kawhi's just been so consistently incredible this entire. Yeah, playoffs. I've been flipping them back and forth just because watching Kawhi is like, he's he's really incredible and he's quietly incredible. Yep. Like quite like that dunk he had the other night, like yeah. left handed yep. off the left foot. It yep. just looks so weird. Yep. But he looked like he looked like Julius Irvin do, yep. er, doing it. Yep. Jalen Brown had one of those dunks last night too, and it yeah. was sick. Yeah. It was the same exact dunk. Um. So then that's our one disagreement. I'm not gonna. We can't spend too much time on that. It's kind yeah. of personal preference. It's a toss up. Yeah. Um. Then so then you have him at three. I'm yeah. assuming. So then we flip those two. And then at four, I have Nikola Jokic. And, and you I don't have Lillard. Have, you don't have Jokic in your top five. I don't have Jokic in it. So my thing for Jokic, I mean, I kind of said it all before, but. I mean, he's scoring the ball. He's it's not a yacht knock on Jokic. Right, right. And it's not a knock on Dame for me. I just, yeah. like, Jokic, the fact that the Nuggets... And look, we can't say, yeah, they're a two seed, and they had needed seven to beat the Spurs. Like, 
no one thought of him as a two seed. Like, yeah, no one gave him like the a, respect the of a classic two seed. young regular season team that right. tries in and every no game. One, so so no win. one, no one gave them the like credibility. So now you can't come back and say, well, they're a two seed. Like they're supposed yeah. to win that. So there's that. And he's just been so good. He's so fun to watch. I love his game. The skill set, the creativity, it's incredible. So I'm I'm giving Jokic that nod. I have Dame. It like I was thinking about putting Jokic in there, but I just think Dame's team I think is going to win the series yep. in five. Yep. And I think Dame, when it comes down to it in the fourth quarter, we'll I'd have rather Dame. have Dame. Yep. I, I look no knock. I I have Dame at five. Yeah. So I'm not out on Dame. Yeah. He's had he was incredible in the first series. The only reason I bumped him down to five is because. And it's not a knock on him. His team's winning, but he hasn't had those like supernova performances where if you're talking about being a top five player in a loaded playoffs, like that's what you probably need to have. Yeah. So that's why I gave him at five rather than And early. my fifth was Embiid. Yeah. Based off of I know he was shaky in the first couple games against Against Brooklyn. Against yeah. But he last game mm-hmm. he went off. Yeah, he, he went completely off. he looked like Shaq in that game. Yeah. Dominating yep. Yep. in every aspect of the game. And somehow, I have no idea how, his threes went in. Yep. Because I think he should get fined for every three-pointer he takes because he just doesn't make them ever. But he went like three for four. Mm Mm-hmm. So I guess you could shoot him when you're going three for four. And his pump fake is lethal. Like, for some reason, everyone falls for his pump fake. Yeah, he falls for his pump. And he's like... Driving the hoop, he's driving the hoop, looking like a like a small forward. Yep. Speeding past guys, and then throwing down a windmill. So like we he both, just completely dominated. We both that game. left Giannis off. I want to ask which you was, why. Which was very hard to do I because I think why. he's going to win the MVP. Yep. But out of, I mean, don't get me wrong, Giannis is an absolutely insane generational player. Yep. But out of these guys in the playoffs, everyone I feel like all these guys once the playoffs started have stepped up considerably mm-hmm. their game in every way. Giannis played like this all of the regular season. Yeah. And he's still playing the same way, if not a little worse. I'm waiting than he did in the I'm waiting season. on like a forty three point yeah, which, eight, like seven dunk outing. If we it's had one of those, it would be different. Yeah. But he hasn't given us it's, that yet. It's gonna come in the Detroit series that was like Right. It was they, it was a lolly yeah. They allowed him to that allowed him to kind of just fly under the radar, which well, look, we may be discrediting him for not blowing up in the first series, but if we're looking at it long term, it was good that he could rest exactly. for another yeah. playoff series. Because uh, like honestly, that series was not. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It didn't matter. So uh, that's not really a knock on him. It's just when other like I think uh, he's gonna win that MVP. I think still. other guys were in in the terms of need and what like whatever they were in a position to elevate yep. their game a lot more than him. So that's just why yeah. I think we, we need. To, if you leave the MVP off your top five players, you have to say why. You have to say why. <laughs> Um, and based, that's just right now, currently in the playoffs. Not necessarily. It could change like, in two days not, if he gives yeah, us that. Not talent. Game. Not anything. Like uh, we know, Giannis is probably a top three player in the world right now. Just we're talking about like this very second in the postseason. In the postseason. how they've played so far. Yep. So which is why it's a very hard list to do because it's you don't want to put too much on the recency bias. But yeah. that's really what there's it really is. seven guys that you can honestly with KD one. Yep. You can put the next six guys in any order. Isn't it crazy that Curry didn't even get a, like Curry didn't cross my mind. And I think he's, I think he's like probably the third or fourth best player in the world. Yeah, but in the playoffs, it goes to show that the defense and the when the Rockets want to get him in foul trouble, they can get him in foul trouble. Which I don't know, I don't understand what goes through his head. Talked about it. He needs to fix that. Neither of us understand it. He doesn't. Does he not realize that how valuable he is? Like if him and KD are on in the same game, it's impossible. There's no way they lose. One would think he would get it. Maybe tonight's the turning point. Yeah, we'll see. So before you go, a little Knicks. Give me your top three priorities, and then we'll cut this. My top three priorities: KD is number one. Yep, agreed. Which, uh, without best saying, best player in the world. We best player him. in the world. Um, KD is number one, and I think 
Like, I, I'm not going to... Like, Zion is number two, but it's like, there's nothing we can do to right? get Zion. Yep. Like, there's no... There's no... Like, Dolan can't fuck it up yep. because, like, he, he, there's nothing he can do. Yep. He, there's no one... Like, he, it's just if we get the ping pong ball or not. I think, yeah. I, I think that would be my second priority in just terms of things that I want the most. And then my third priority, it's not Kyrie Irving. It's not paying the wrong guy. I would completely agree with that. I think it's... I don't, I don't know who I think we will. If we do get those two guys, we're going to sign someone else also. Yep. I don't know who it's going to be. I think it will be Kyrie. I just think it, and Kyrie wants to come to New York, I think. Yep. I think he loves New York. He's from New Jersey. Mm-hmm. He he wants to come here. I think it will be him, but I really hope it's not the wrong guy, which yep. it in could the be. past of the Knicks, it, it probably could. will be the wrong yep. guy. Yep. I mean, I think there's no reason to go in circles about this. I just think we should leave it at that. And, and then, then we will rekindle this conversation. Honorable mention is Vince Carter. Of course. As my fourth priority to the Knicks. Fair enough. <laughs> Fair enough. And that's I think that's the f- only fitting way to end this podcast. Yep, that's it. Ira, thank you for coming on. Always yep. fun. Yeah, it was great. And we will definitely do this post-lottery. Yeah, we definitely post-lottery will. Post-lottery or post-free agency or both. Either one. Yep. All right, thank you for coming right, on. Thank and you. Thank you guys for tuning in. And you guys know where to find my content, jakeinthepaint.com and on at Twitter, at jakeinthepaint on Twitter and on Instagram, at jakeinthepaint underscore. So thank you guys for tuning in. And yeah. So, yep. Thank you.